International. Hey folks, howdy folks, welcome to the leading, Hiya. god damn it, I hate Jared McCorkle, <laughs> uh, my, my co-host Jared McCorkle, I'm gonna go I'm, with Hiya more lately, see well I would say howdy but then I'm not sure if everyone believes it from Some me, weird Texas things, here. but I'm from Texas, hey, barely, you know what I do is I say good morning and then uh, once it gets to like 1pm, 2pm people are like it's not morning just so you know and I'm like yeah but it's just easier, it's like the nicest Way to just, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Leading the Blind. Uh, it's a podcast that we're doing, and it's That's all right. about getting getting advice uh, for comedians, especially who are uh, who are newer, who are in the first few years, who aren't uh, making the big bucks yet. I was, I was thinking we need, like, you know, like a lot of podcasts, they'll, like, call their listeners something. Oh, like, le- uh, Leading the Blind. Or, like, or just like, hey, fuckers. And they could, just, oh. they could just be fuckers or something like that. What about just the blind? That's <laughs> not bad. The it it deaf, doesn't have dumb. the same pop that fuckers does. I like yeah, that. but I just don't think we've earned fuckers. Like we need it, to, it has to be like linguistically gotta, linked to... You gotta take what you want. That's what I say. Blind. I think we're... Well, maybe it'll come. Maybe someone... One day we're gonna get an iTunes review. Okay. And someone's gonna make their own suggestion for what they want to be called. Okay. And then, so it's got to happen organically. Because if that happens, yeah. I mean, okay. I would just, if it happens organically, it's going to feel so great. So. Well, until further notice, they're fuckers. Okay, maybe not. But anyway, on this episode, we had Pat Dean, mm-hmm. and he is a great comic. Um, Pat Dean's one of those few people at, who, at this level, right, not yet a completely professional, doing it forever kind of person, has already, like, bore out a style. Yeah. Like, people, everybody has a Pat Dean impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, yeah. So, I think that's, that's a testament to his talent. And it was fun to have him on here, too, because I talked to Pat a lot. This is the first time that I had got a chance to really like, pick his brain about sure. stuff. I find Pat can be kind of hard to penetrate mm-hmm. mm. with your penis. I like it, yeah. Anally, yeah. But, but it's just generally. It's probably he, not that hard to penetrate if you really buttered him up. No. So, you, I think butter is an awful loop. That's But, it, anyway. Okay. So, Point being is that he's, you know, I mean, I feel like he keeps his uh, cards a little close to the chest, yeah. and he, he, not so much in this one. So yeah, I that like was, was really, really great good. to to just to, to yeah have him loosen up about stuff. Um, <laughs> not, no, I just loosen his tie is what I meant. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah, his tie. Yeah. I was gonna say when you said that you know people do impersonations of him, I'm like I like things. I'll say stuff in Pat Dean voice. Uh, every now and then yeah. in my head you know what I mean or and I a couple of times I found myself on stage doing like a, one of his little facial expressions and I'm like eh, oops, is, sorry I didn't mean to yeah. steal your just it just comes out because he's got such a you know, like adorable and and effective style that he has it's you know it's <laughs> he charming. is great he's charming he's one of my favorite uh, comics in Austin and I've uh, I've heard he's gay okay let's do it yeah let's just start well, now you've made it awkward. That's my job. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot that. There we go. <laughs> <That can be laughs> the, we can start now. The producers have started drinking. <laughs> Good Lord. Anyway, so welcome to the Leading the Blind podcast. Dean, we, uh, I hate starting things. We're going to call him Dean now? 
I like I don't that. Know, I just it just came out. Like you know? your football coach or something like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Dean, get in here and let's do some it's commentary. Just, it feels more like an apostrophe, Dean. Like I was just kind of, you know what I mean? Getting rid of the letters. You know, never mind. Mm-hmm. The most important thing to do with speech is to get rid of letters. <laughs> if, That's if what the not kids are doing. You, you know, know I mean? we're yeah. abbreviating things now. Right. So, Corkle? What I do Man? now, instead of, like, when I, if I want something, mm-hmm. I just say, I want. Mm-hmm. I don't say what I want. They yeah. should know. <laughs> like a baby. Get rid of the extra words. Yeah. <laughs> so now, we've saved about, uh, about four seconds in the conversation. And if you do that 30 times a day, what is that? That's, that's time you can use to sleep. Two minutes mm-hmm. extra sleep. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. That's also, I think you got that from your years of food service. <laughs> like, I shouldn't have to say what I want. <laughs> People should just know. Yeah. Happens a lot. Well, you know, life is uh, cruel and, and it wants to destroy you. How are you guys? I'm good. 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 How about you, Pat? I'm glad that you decided to come and do our show. Well, I'm glad to be asked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm furious it took this long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I didn't even know it like existed. Four. Yeah, I didn't know it existed until you asked me yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, most of them we've just done with M.K. Paulson. That's been mostly. It was his show. He left it to us. He has a lot of advice to give. Yeah. So. Yeah. Was it was it a 45-minute podcast of just him talking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, there's a lot of fife in there. Lot, yeah. We're trying to cut it out. Good. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. a lot of content. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know the idea of the show, like we ask you advice as a more seasoned comic and just how you developed and stuff like that. I can't tell you how sad it is to me that I'm oh, the well. more experienced yeah, comic. Yeah. Yeah. Like You I'm, have literally I'm, been doing it longer. You're an so. accidental statesman of right. Boston Comedy. Accident, yeah, an accidental <laughs> veteran. I, I came here for my fucking bar job. <laughs> Wear a v-neck like an asshole. It's awesome. oh, it is a v-neck. That, it is, is, that is creepy. Actually. It's a creepy shirt. Why did they make you all v-neck? I don't know. No, they had regular t-shirts for a long fucking time and then they just had v-necks for the ladies and then I for some reason they were just like oh yeah also guys are wearing this from now on so I'm like alright it's kind of funny like yeah it is good it's it I don't look good in it I just think it's really funny and I forget that I'm wearing it <laughs> and then like I'll, I'll use like the men's room and I'll wash my hands and look up and be like oh right oh that's why that's the hard part about wearing funny shit is that you may just go into a normal environment and now you have to live with that comedy decision mm-hmm. I got a big mustache for a while that I thought was fucking hilarious yeah then I would just go to like a hardware store and like I would f- forget, oh yeah, I look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. My friend, he's not my friend. He doesn't know I'm supposed to look like a fucking idiot. It's like when you, yeah, you leave a show that you dressed up like dumb for yeah. to do like a character and then you just go to like 7-Eleven and they're just like, dude. Get the fuck out of here. 2 a.m. I don't have time I, for your bullshit. I once did a sandbox thing where, which is a comedy show that's experimental and weird. In Austin, by Rob Gagnon. By Rob Gagnon. And I was Ugh. playing a character, Ariel, drop the E at the end, who believes in, <laughs> in no pronouns, like whatever. And, uh, and I was doing this um, anyway, it doesn't matter. But I was dressing up, trying like an alternate version of me, where like a really frumpy lesbian, you know, who just doesn't. So I had like these weird like taco earrings in, and I p- parted my hair down the middle, which changes everything. Oh wow! And, and <laughs> yeah, I, it would. It, it's awful. And I was wearing like culottes that like like showed my my muffin tops, and I had like a, a tank top on that was way too small for me. I, I, I totally looked awful, just yeah. miserable. And um, Michael Folk just like sees me, and he's like, "Hey, how are you? You look great." Whatever. And I was like, "Fuck you! <laughs> I am clearly in character right now." He swears to this day that he had no idea, and I was like, "You're making this worse." He didn't even know you're doing a bit. Oh shut up! That sounds intentional. Like I think he had to gay know a men. Bit. Yeah, uh-huh. the, the half 
halfway. Don't down get there. me started. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we'll be here all night. Uh, and another thing about those gay guys. Like, <laughs> this is not why we brought you here. It's actually we're glad exactly you can why express we... yourself. Just an hour and a half of hate speech. What yeah. is this? That's I what we're hoping. I a tight 15 of hate speech. I didn't realize you were going to do <laughs> well, you know. thing. So. Yeah. I don't know. Did you I have questions? Kick, I you, 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 Jared wants to like, say nice things to you or something before we get into my questions. <sighs> okay. uh, you look better than I thought you would. That's one of the... No, I'm just like... No, supposed No, yeah, so I just want to... I just listened to your podcast again today. Your podcast is the shit. Oh, it's called thank you. Storyfellers. Yeah, Storyfellers.com. Go to it. We got all kinds of great stuff, you know? It's a storytelling podcast. You know, here's the thing, okay? This is why I know this is going to be a good podcast, because mm-hmm. there's a fucking theme. It's not just, we'll just shoot the shit for 40 <laughs> minutes. I am tired of that. Yeah. yeah. And I, Well, that's what I want to ask you. Yeah. Why did you pick the theme you did? And sort of like, what was the intention behind the podcast anyway? Oh, well, I, <clears throat> sorry. I always wanted to do a storytelling uh podcast just because that's my favorite thing in the world is like just the point of the podcast is basically like just like your two best stories essentially like if you're in a bar just being like yeah and then what we didn't know was that's my favorite (laughs) fucking thing ever in a story is what we didn't know it turned out that that was the same guy like i love that (laughs) shit it's my favorite storytelling is my favorite fucking thing in the world and so um i wanted to do one and ever uh I, that was kind of at the back of my, my head and I wanted to do a structured thing like that where people knew ahead of time this is you have to prepare something just do this and then you'll be fine and it, it really is fun because there are all these storytelling shows but it's really you know stand up comedy and you have yeah. to obey those beats a little bit but you guys have people on and you just kind of put them in a very comfortable environment yeah. so it really yeah. does feel like them doing a story like they would yeah, at a yeah. party or something yeah. like that yeah a storytelling yeah. show with sta- it's hard to do it's hard to do storytelling on stage because if you're in a live environment, every like eight seconds there has to be a laugh. Yeah, yeah and you can do that. The crowd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can do that. There people can do that, but like it's kind of tough to do, and that's why you see people on stage fucking flounder when they do that because yeah. they don't realize, oh shit, I'm still doing stand up. So yeah, I want it to be the way I always have thought about it. I don't think I've ever said this out loud, but the way I've always thought about that my, the podcast I do is it's a, it's a you can come in and say whatever you want tell whatever story you want it can be as mon- I've had someone come in and tell a story about like getting food yeah. mm-hmm. and then I've had someone tell a story about being arrested like all, like yeah. going to jail for seven years all these different things yeah. so it's a, it's a safe space but you're gonna get your balls busted. And that's yeah. the way it works. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you can say whatever you want, and we're gonna make fun of you. Yeah. But whatever. But it's it's. So maybe don't come on and talk about the abortion that you had if you're. Unless not. you have a great sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I, I wanted to do a storytelling based one, and then uh, my buddy Lane Crerup, uh was like, "Oh, we should do a podcast together because we hosted an open mic," and I was like, "Yeah, let's, we'll do a storytelling one." And that's how uh, that's how we started. Lane has, has since uh, passed on. I'm not from you know passed life, away. of course. He's <laughs> Live and then thriving actually, which is fucking infuriating. But mm. he, uh, yeah, he does. Lane doesn't is busy with his. He has like a home business that he does and, and different stuff. So he uh, hosts the show with me for two and a half years. I think we did a oh, hundred wow. and like ten episodes or something together. And so he doesn't do anymore. So now it's just me. Sometimes I have like I've had people come in and guest host with me, but I think I'm just gonna do just me from now yeah, on. Yeah, I think, but I don't know. We'll see. Try it out. But yeah, so Fun. what was the... I'm going to get so rid of Jared it? pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just a crutch at this point. I'm a, yeah. 
Um, but was it like uh, were you was the idea it was going to relate to your stand up career in some respect, or were you just like, oh, I like doing this. I like talking with my friends. I think there's value to that. Yeah, no. It's um, the thing about it is that like I always think with with comedy, you have to have a side project that you're doing, whether mm-hmm. you're writing something or doing. And podcasting is fucking. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. You just show up, and as long as you have stuff set up, we'll get there. It's, it's just easy. You sit down, you you talk. And then you leave and you're like, oh, cool. Now I have this thing I can use. Yeah. So my thing has always been like, let's say if, if you're like, cause the path to success now in comedy is so different than it used to be where it used to be. You just do, you'd work on a, a TV friendly six minutes. Then you yeah. do Carson and then he invite you over to the couch. And I have a fucking uh, holding deal at NBC or something like that. Yeah. That's what it used to be. And now it's just like, no one knows. Right. That's why we're doing this <laughs> no, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No one knows what we're doing. Yeah. So like, yeah, the thing weird. is, is you never know what's going to make you famous. You never know yeah. what's going to make you known. So like, I like the idea of if I, if I made like a, a dumb sketch or wrote a thing and put it online and it blew the fuck up and people were like, well, who is this guy? Now I can be like, well, yeah, now I have this Podcast. hundred yeah. thing. You have other content. You have you other things. Yeah. 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 That is funny though. The way that like some of the best stuff about like everything kind of opened up when, with YouTube and the internet and stuff like that, you can put your own content out there, but it also kind of made it weird. Like in terms of how do you, do this now everybody's yeah. kind of aimless or, or something like that yeah there's also too many people doing it now yeah. yeah 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 where like now like you could anyone who there are people who made a lot of money doing vine remember that yeah yeah fucking what is that like, like it's crazy I'm, so, I'm curious about it. are there too many people doing it or are there too many people that look like they're doing it and and the reason i say it is like when i go on facebook like i see just a multitude just it feels like an infinite amount of like people with microphones. Yeah, yeah. And then, and a lot of them are supposed to be in Austin and I go out almost every night. And I've never seen I don't know any half, of these people. I don't know who half the fucking people mm-hmm. my friends list are. Well, that's the thing yeah. I wanted to talk about is that like, there's a thing people do where they, there's that, 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 that saying where it's like, Oh yeah, you want to fake it till you make it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like clearly you want to do that. But at the same time, it's, it's very like, it's like there are certain people that if I was some out of town and I was mm-hmm. Facebook friends with them, I'd be like, man, this fucking person's the shit. Their person is, this person is doing it. This person, yeah. look at all this stuff they're doing. And then I would come to town and be like, well, that show you do fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen you and you fucking suck. Yeah. You fucking suck. Yeah. But you can fake, it's so easy with Facebook out of town yeah. to, to fucking fake it. And yeah. the thing that I always think about is like, one thing that I, I I don't know who this was. It's just some random person on Facebook uh, that, that that I'm not even friends with. Someone shared this this status. And I just thought it was so interesting, where they were saying that if you're more known for your opinions than your comedy, <laughs> like, there's a problem. Like, that's yeah. bad. <laughs> like so, and unless I think, you're one of the million people that's going to get Bill Maher's job one day. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, then. Yeah. But uh, uh, which you know, Bill Maher, if you're listening, and I know you are, you <laughs> coward. Get him. <laughs> Put me on your show <laughs> and let me host it. You fuck. You won't do it. I dare you. We just, I double we, dare you, Bill Maher, to let me host your show, you son of a bitch. We had Pat Dean on the show because there's shit we wanted to say about Bill Maher. Yeah. So we were really afraid to. We are like, he's going to do it. He's mm-hmm. going to get him. Yeah, Pat has this weird vendetta against Bill Maher. He's <laughs> demanding to host the show. It doesn't make any sense. But like, so the thing, I don't know, to think about is that there's so many people that I have never met that I'm Facebook friends with and all... And if they ever came to town and were like, hey, can I do your show? Am I, I'd be like, no. Yeah. Because all I fucking see is you write about like, well, but Donald Trump. 
trumping <laughs> this other th- it's like fuck you dude and why it, would I put you on the show if, if I all I know I've never especially the same fucking people who all they do is talk is talk about inane shit on Facebook yeah. you never see them post a video of them doing stand up yeah. ever yeah. so you're like what are you you know what right. I mean why the fuck would I want to put you on a show like and it, it seems like as many people are faking it in the way you're talking about ultimately you have to come down you have to get like a six minute clip that's worth a damn yeah. or you have to go up and have people see you that could put you on stuff yeah. so it's like are there really that many people doing that it seems like there's just a bunch of people doing the bullshit that yeah. sort of like halfway looks like comedy yeah. But, uh, yeah also I'm sure half the people that I'm annoyed at yeah are good comics. I'm sure they are. But like, I we don't live in the same city. Yeah, yeah. There are yeah. people whose opinions I think are dumb, but I see them do stand-up and I'm like, oh, you're really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're an idiot, but yeah, yeah. you're fucking funny. Yeah. So, That's uh, a real I, mean I, thing to I, say I, about Jet Wilkin. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I live with the guy. I know his <laughs> dumb thoughts. But he, so like, it's it's a thing where you see that and you're just like, oh God. But also like, you do have to fucking fake it. I do yeah. it. We all do it. Yeah. We all, you have to fake it a little it's, bit. it's gotta be like 90-10 or something in terms of work and then like throwing in some faking it, you know, your yeah. PR that you do for yourself or whatever. Yeah, the work is the big thing, man. And, and it's like I, I, I I'm working on a bunch of different like writing projects now, and it fucking sucks. Like work sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks, but you have to do it. And if you don't do it, like I always like I, I I'll drive to like meet up with people, like work on stuff, and I'm driving. I'm just like fuck. This is gonna. God damn it! And then you sit down. And you're just like God damn it and then halfway through you're like oh this is going well this is good then you drive <laughs> home and you're like i'm really fucking glad i did that yeah you know what i mean so yeah. like you you do have to put in a lot of work which sucks and i, I hate it and i hate being alive and I, <laughs> I don't feel like i have the personality to not do work either yeah is the thing i've met oh, people yeah? that it yeah. seems like oh well they can kind of get away with just being liked or something like that i don't feel like i have that I don't well there's oh, some okay. people who are fun you and i aren't fun Jared, yeah so <laughs> i think i was <laughs> i think i'm quite fun i think no yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I don't know. <laughs> That's oh man, yeah. You know you're a fun person if you have to say that. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm quite I fun. You'll as fine. You take yeah. a sip of your coffee yeah. at seven o'clock at night. Yeah. Lower my glasses that don't actually uh-huh. they're just glass. They're not just real. eventually. Okay, I'm gonna get started with my questions because your, we do have a lot. Oh, we're gonna try out this. We're gonna try out my template of questions. You're, t- you should be honored. You're the first real guest. We should, turn this on a, we should turn it into a game. We've eventually. been dicking around. We don't know. You know, how, like on MP- oh, yeah. NPR shows, I do feel like one of those NPR. Ladies. Yeah, you got to pick like five things that you want to eat or something, and you, then also it would be career ruined. You could do an NPR voice mm-hmm. if you change your voice just a little bit. You could do it. What, what do I need? What do They're I? They're already to there. Do? Just, just well, kind of all like all you have, have to do is softer. talk like you just drank the hottest cup of tea <laughs> that anyone ever has. Mm-hmm. We can just get you hot tea if you like. Mm-hmm. And you can't speak too quickly because your vocal cords are on fire. <laughs> and good. That's all you gotta yeah, do. Good. Good times. Good times. There we go. Oh, I gotta, shit! I gotta show yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That worked! Mm-hmm. <laughs> do it again. And then we'll do the questions. The, the good times thing? Yeah. Good times. Good times. That's the only uh, <laughs> That's the only line that I remember. That was good. From, yeah. We'll work on it. Well, you know, mm-hmm. we'll get together next week and we'll, okay. we'll, we'll work on this. I'll <laughs> Some, see how you Something about progress. sweaty balls. I remember that happening. Sweaty right? balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, balls. yeah. They had Saturday Night Live? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Anna Gasteyer. TV show. I met Anna Gasteyer at, Did uh, you really? when I worked at Trader Joe's in Brooklyn. Anyway, she has my favorite line nothing, from nothing Mean Girls. happened. Which one is that? Where she says, but I, but you love Lady Smith Black Mombazu. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, wait. So how long have you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy. T- <clears throat> it's, I'm sorry I keep coughing. <laughs> uh, I've been doing, uh, I, I did comedy in Northern Virginia for like a year and a half off and on when I was, when I was like 21. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't really count that. And then I stopped for like 
a long time. I've been doing comedy here um, since early 2012, so almost five years. So this is this is where you started, other than the Virginia yeah, yeah, stint. Yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. Almost five years. Yeah. 2012. All right. Half a decade. Now, I'm, I'm at this weird point in comedy. It's so sad to say. I'm in a, this weird p- point in comedy where, like, you've been doing it long enough, and I've hit a certain age where I'm like, if I'm not successful in this, I'm fucked. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Us that. two yeah, yeah. both. And we j- we've we only been doing it, well, for how me, you, like, uh, not even three years. How old are you? You're not that 30. Old. I'm 30. Oh, okay. And as she a woman with the really uterus good. thing and everything, you know what I mean? Like, I have to you worry about You said you were going to get rid of that. Not until I after I have a child uh-huh. out of it, if possible. <laughs> you know? You'd we'll get see. rid of it? <laughs> I thought you would just <laughs> trade it for a I'm just going to get all my parts taken out. Why not? You know? Yeah, but that's easier. It's a weird thing. I was thinking about it the other night, and I was like, it doesn't really, like, bother me, because, like, mm-hmm. you're going to die anyway, so, like, who yeah, gives a fuck? That's the one, yeah. Who cares? In terms of losing your body parts? Agree. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. I lost my uterus years ago, so I don't want to get into it. It's a whole thing. Yeah. But I was, that is. I was sitting the other night where it's like, well, I was like, yeah, man, I just really, because I was talking with, with Jay, the, the aforementioned Jay Wycotton, uh, local prankster. This guy's got a lot of, <laughs> lo- lot of like loose ends to tie up this guy. A lot of, I don't think he technically exists on paper. It's, it's, it's weird. But he, um, he, uh, we were talking about it and I was like yeah I just mentioned like five, the five year thing and he was saying there's a thing that happens in comedy where like once you hit like seven years that's when people either start to get like really good or they just quit yeah when they're like well fuck this like why am I doing well it would be embarrassing sense. to not have a certain level of success at some you know what I mean yeah, 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 like yeah. Uh, yeah you gotta just kill yourself if you're still doing comedy at seven years and yeah. you're not making money or anything you know? and it's a thing well, where do, let's hope that let's not put that pressure on ourselves <laughs> <I> mean, here Jared's <laughs> gonna kill himself in a year so it's gonna be no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah my suicide will have nothing to do with yeah. comedy we, we, you know, know what let's promise now if Jared if you ever kill yourself will you do it on the podcast of course I will do it on Thank the podcast of course that's, that's, yeah, it's a dumb quack of course I'll do it on the podcast. well it, it, it's weird because like we'll do a video <laughs> the thought of doing it for that long and, and quitting is kind of a bummer but at the same time it's like sometimes there'll, there'll be people I've been doing comedy in town like long enough that there's people that I remember doing stand up with when I started who, who haven't done it in, in years and like mm-hmm. I don't ever think about them uh, because if you don't see people every day you just don't really think about them if people take a week off you're like what happened to you I'm yeah. glad you're back mm-hmm. dude man like I was so bummed I thought you quit that one joke you had I thought fucking kill it <laughs> dude, I just came back from Connecticut it was like a family it's not a big deal <laughs> yeah my, my grandpa died I went yeah. to a funeral <laughs> yeah. but it's like it's it's odd because like it kind of like when I, when I think about it I'll be like, I get bummed out like oh man that guy's not doing comedy anymore that sucks that guy was really funny and then like I'll look at their Facebook page and they're just having the time of their yeah. life. <laughs> they have like fine. a wife. They have like a kid that they clearly adore. And you're just like, oh, well, actually, you win. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I, so we're talking, me and Jay were talking about that. And I, and I was like, well, yeah, fuck it. Like, I feel like I'm kind of at that point where like, like I'm 32 years old. Like I can't. What want me to go to grad school? Yeah, yeah. And, and the, we and really, you really could if you wanted to. But like the thing for me is like, do you? Would you rather do that? Right. Oh no. Well, that's yeah. the thing we're saying is that as I was, I was telling him, I was like, yeah, man. Like we're just talking about that, and I was saying that like I, you know, my life was set up for me to have a very normal life. Mm-hmm. I could have had a very fucking normal life. Could I've pro- been a teacher or, or yeah. and done a, a bunch of different stuff. To be honest with yeah. you, but like I don't want to do. I'm not right. saying that like like I could have. 
had a normal life. No, no, thing like that. I don't want to. I don't want to do want that. It. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to oversell it. But I feel like anybody that's a pretty talented comic has certain skills that would apply. Like, I mean, yeah. just basically like some linguistic ability. You could probably go into law. It's not a particularly smart person yeah. See, field. I used to think that <laughs> until like honestly, like two months ago. Oh wow! Where I was what like, happened? well, in my head, I, I just I was I had always thought like, if you're good at comedy, you're probably pretty smart. You might not be book smart, you might not have a degree, you might sure. have this, but you have to have some sort of survival. You have to be aware. You have to notice things and mm-hmm. then yeah, comment yeah. on those things in a way to make it interesting to someone you don't even fucking know. Yeah, yeah. a group of those people. So in my head, I'm always like, you all, you got to be kind of smart. And then after I get to know people really well, mm-hmm. I'll be like, man, you're fucking. Dummy, how are you so good at this? They just yeah. have refined only that dumb. ability. There's so many people I want to say, but this is being recorded. Um, but uh, there's so many people that, that, that are just no, dumb. Pat, just say them and they'll be like, Oh, he's doing a bit. He doesn't, that's true. <laughs> that is Pat, your classic move. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a time to be alive. So, yeah, I've, I've always thought, like, you got to be really smart to do comedy. And maybe yeah. you do, but there's, no, a, lot there's a lot of people, lot of dumb people. who are just. Dumb. Yeah. And some of them just do it so often and so long that they learn slowly over time which things are funny, which aren't. Yeah. But they, but they have the like the ratio of bad ideas to good ideas is really high for some people. And they just, but if twenty of, years in, seven nights a week in, yeah. they get enough where they figure yeah, out yeah, which yeah. ones are funny. Yeah, I think of it like a stone getting like smoothed over by a river. Like it just happens over a mm-hmm. long enough period of time. Yeah, yeah. It's weirder that there are people that don't or that can do it a lot because this is less common but there are a few people that I think everybody knows about where they've been doing it for a long time and they're still really really bad at it it's and it's a pretty crazy. amazing thing there's yeah. some people out there with work ethic that's a crazy thing I'll oh, see comics yeah. I'm like holy you are here you'd go to every open mic that is amazing you're doing everything that you're supposed to do you just don't have you the, suck. there's something yeah. about it yeah, yeah. 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 It's, and it's, what's, what's interesting to me is that there's certain comics who like you never see them Mm-hmm. And then, like, they'll show up and they have, like, a new 10 minutes, and it's the funniest fucking. Eric you... Krug does that all the time. Because mm-hmm. I... he's in school. And st- I'm sorry to interrupt me, but he, he's, no, no, he's, no. he's in school, so he doesn't do. He also won FBA a long time ago. Like, he yeah. doesn't need. He doesn't yeah, yeah, prove yeah, yeah. anything to anybody. But, like, he'll, like, he'll. You won't see him because he'll be at school and stuff, and he'll get, like, booked on Punch. Like, we did Punch together a couple weeks ago, and, like, he just has an eight-minute thing about the election. It's the funniest fucking thing <laughs> I've ever seen. A bunch of stuff I never even thought about. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my, you're, it's infuriating. You're like, yeah. how are you so like, much better Like, is he even workshopping that anywhere? No. I mean, I don't think I don't he does, right? And he just does it at right. home, yeah, and then he just comes out, yeah. It's also its own form of work, too. It's yeah. like, well, sure. That's a thing that we could probably all do a little bit more. But I can't do that. I can't yeah. sit, if I sat down. And wrote 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 and then like let's fucking do this and then went up in front of a crowd. I would eat my balls on stage. I just know my own process. I know yeah, it's yeah. Not, it doesn't work for me. He, someone like him can probably do that. Yeah. What I've learned for myself is I can't use writing to like actually script out something. I can't. No, do it. no, no. But no. I can write to think about stuff. Yeah. Like I can start. And sometimes writing like you'll ideas. get a phrase or an idea or yeah. something while you're writing. But then yeah, I basically have to kind of like not read what I wrote or I might underline a phrase or something but I can never yeah I used to do that you know all scripted out and now like I do like sitting in a coffee shop and writing stuff but then it's kind of like you know just a process to get out you don't do that at all like any kind of writing no I do a a ton of it but I'm saying that like what happens is every week what I try to do I don't always do this it doesn't always work what I try to do is have a, a new 
a five minute thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what we're gonna do for this week, a week, a week and a half, whatever. Five fucking minutes. Let's do this. And then I write all this stuff. I'm like, cool. And then what always happens is a minute before I go on stage, when the fucking host of the open mic is going, this next guy, blah, 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 blah. Uh, here's his credits. We're at an open mic. Why are we reading credits? <laughs> By the way, stop fucking doing that. <laughs> Why are you doing that? You may have re- you may recognize. This as a pulpit. Please we, do. <laughs> we all know each other's credits. We know each other. It's not a big deal. So it's, <laughs> You may recognize this next comic from the um, open mic he was just at. <laughs> you were at. Yeah. You saw him there. Right. Give it up. So it's like, um, while they're saying that, I'll look down at this big thing I wrote, and I just go, this doesn't make any sense god damn it then you go on stage you're like fuck so like by the end of the week I have hopefully one new thing Mm -hmm. maybe it's a minute long maybe it's even less than that and that doesn't sound like a lot but theoretically if you had one new minute every week you'd have almost an hour at the end of the year and you know and a lot of it also it's um you know you do shows and stuff and you realize like oh fuck that thing I thought was really good is really bad yeah Mm -hmm. So then you have to get rid of stuff. So that's why you won't actually have an hour at the end. Right. You'll have substantially less. So no, I, I do a ton of writing and stuff, but then I always just go, God, man, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I have a very similar thing. I noticed that all of my good jokes have weirdly happened kind of peripherally where I was like writing this thing uh, and that thing didn't work and never worked. And all of the other little things that I might've come up with just throw, like just throwing out there. Those yeah. are the things that end up being jokes that work for me. Yeah. And I, think, yeah. I don't know what it is I think it's still you're doing the work you're still putting the writing in yeah. but it's just for whatever reason if I'm really trying to make something work it usually won't mm-hmm. well yeah I mean you know uh, uh, Captain America's shield was made by accident thank you by a genius thank so what yeah. does that mean <laughs> <laughs> you know that yeah. The guy who made it, uh, he made Captain America. He's Shield. mixing other metals and he fucked it up. Oh. That's my theory yeah. on Franklin's goddamn barbecue. I'm dead. That it was an accident. I'm dead serious. Lightning struck a vat of ketchup here's near a, a cow. Here's then. my thoughts okay. on Franklin's barbecue, and the same thing with Captain America. Captain America's Shield. Mm-hmm. One of these is okay. real, by the way. Yeah. Is Cap- <laughs> That's a good point, actually. <laughs> yeah, that is where I'm equating them. As the guy. <laughs> I was an idiot. God damn it. No, you're this. Is I'm great. so glad. I, I'm so glad I never became a teacher. I would have been so bad at it. But the thing about the Black Panther is, like, oh God, he's our science teacher. I don't know why. <laughs> so Captain America's shield was created because the fucking scientists working on it. It's a combination of vibranium and steel. Mm. Uh, a lot of people think it's adamantium, and it's not. And stop fucking telling people it is because it's not. And so what happens? Adamantium is, is Wolverines. Yeah. Yeah. No. He put together these yeah. things in a way, and he just forgot how he did and fell asleep. Then he woke up, and the shield, the, yeah, the bonds like came together. Yeah, that's like all of our ideas, Yeah, it? the bonds yeah. came together, and he was like, oh, cool. That's why it's a one-of-a-kind thing. No one else yeah. has it. Yeah. I think what happened with Franklin's Barbecue, the local barbecue kingpin here in Austin, Texas. Not to be uh, confused with the comic book kingpin. No, no, okay, no. Different. No, no, no. Go. Of course not. Okay. Of course not. <laughs> uh, so what happened with him, I think, because I always assumed that guy was like, uh, uh, like a barbecue chef for mm-hmm. years and years and years and learned at the, at, at the feet of the masters. And it turns out he's kind of not. Like, he's a dude who got a smoker mm-hmm. and just fucked around with it Yeah, and somehow came up with this incredible barbecue. Yeah. yeah. I think, honestly, what happened is he was probably hanging out. I've never asked him about this. Why would I? But, like, I don't fucking know the guy. But, like, it, like if you were... I think, honestly, what happened is he was hanging out, maybe having a couple beers late at night, 
and thought of putting together three ingredients mm-hmm. to make a sauce that no one, it never even occurred to anyone to put yeah, those. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, fuck, this is the best yeah. thing anyone's ever made. That's what thing happened with him. Yeah. By the way, guess what? Do you know <laughs> that there are three people who have skipped the line Oh. At Franklin's Barbecue. President, you, President you, Obama. President Obama. Who else? That's, I'm surprised I, I got one. I'm proud of that. I'm Anthony, hoping you. Anthony right. Bourdain. Oh, oh yeah, I of course. Heard, yeah. Guy Fieri. Your friend Pat Dean. <laughs> your host. <laughs> nice. I got to skip that line. How? What did you do? We were, filmed, that, yeah. we were filming a thing for Vice, and I was interviewing people in line, and they let me skip the line to eat it and talk about it. So it's nice. Anthony Bourdain. President Obama. <laughs> President Barack Obama. Barack Insane Obama, I call him, because his policies are nuts. <laughs> and your friend, rock and roll Dean Patterson. And how often do you get grouped with those two others? That's a big... You hear that list a lot. It's a very comedy. strange group. It's weird that <laughs> the, it comes up as the much as The first black president, Anthony Bourdain, and me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't do it now. Sitcom. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just if sitcom. I showed up now and I'm like, hey, can I do it again? They'd be like, who are you? They wouldn't know who the fuck I was. But I am very proud. Wall. I'm not on the wall. Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not actually allowed there anymore. It's, it's a long story. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I'm, kind of, I'm weirdly proud of that. Uh, yeah. I, I would be. That's be. Okay. President. I know you're <laughs> Obama. Remember yeah. him? That one. I know. It's going to be sad when it's he's actually out. Still a because of that. He still is the president. Yeah. Not for long. Mm-mm. As a matter of fact, once he's not anymore, I think they're just going to change the history books. He never was. So he's just like, <laughs> well, they're going to delete that video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, All right, let me get. I was going to say, I feel like you have more questions. No, yeah, yeah. We've only made it through one out of several. Oh, oh God, God. yeah. You, got, you guys well, have to tell me to shut no, this up. Is all I'm, there. I'm the only voice of reason it. here. So uh, we kind of started to talk sort of about this, but do you hope to make a career out of comedy? Uh, and if so, what do you have any vision of what that would look like? Yeah. Well, the thing about it, it I was, I was listening to a podcast with, uh, uh, Norm McDonald and Todd Barry. And they were, they were talking about like Todd Barry was mentioning that like, what happens with people is that they're like, Oh, like these young comics. And they're like, Oh, their parents are like, Oh, what's your backup plan and all this stuff. And like his point was that you can make a living at comedy and not be like famous. Yeah. There yeah. are people who make six figures right. who you, we don't know the fuck they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we might know who they are because we're, we're, we're comics. We're kind of into that kind of right. stuff, but like people don't know who they are. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. I don't want to be famous. Right. That sounds awful. Right. Yeah. Walking around, going to the movies. Yeah. I love it. This isn't the first, I'm not the first person to say this, but like, I think the best comics that are working today aren't famous. Right. Yeah, of course. Not totally not famous, but like, like yeah. yeah it's, Where yeah. we might know their names, but yeah. they're not a household name. That would be, that would be optimal. Oh, it'd be amazing. Like, yeah. cause the thing is, if it, I, I've, I've said this before on, I don't, maybe on, I don't actually know, but like, okay, if you saw Tom Cruise walking around, I would say nine out of ten people who are like, oh, I want to get a photo or bother you or talk to you, yeah. they don't really care about yeah. his work. They're no. just like, he's they a just, famous. His, their Instagram could use a yeah. Tom Cruise picture. Yeah. But if it's someone like uh, Kyle Kinane or, or Sean Patton, I think Sean, Sean Patton is so, is so goddamn funny. Yeah. But like, like I could walk around and do whatever he wants, and I'm yeah. sure every once in a while, maybe a couple times a week, someone's like, oh, fuck. I love your work. Right, but they're it's like, oh, the I love, thing. I love yeah. the stuff you do. Not right. like, oh, you're fancy with a photo. It, that is such a validating thing, I think, to have someone be like, I fucking love yeah. that. Yeah, that, that seems ideal. That's this, spot right there. It's this weird threshold, this uh, uh, Lucy K, you guys... You know that is right. Uh, yeah. Remind me. Yeah. Comedian. yeah. Tell me one of his jokes or anything. I, I, I don't know if I'd remember a single okay. one, but he, you, you'd, you, you'd like him anyway. He, well, I, he, well, <laughs> well, I know one, but it'll get you kicked off of yeah. Facebook. 
Nice. That's an insight. That was so inside. <laughs> that air conditioning. That's how inside yeah. I was. Jesus Christ. Uh, but, uh, but, but he talked about this weird moment in his career where, for the first time, people who did not like him we're hearing about him. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that's yeah. the part you don't want to pass because that's yeah, what yeah, being exactly. famous is to everybody. I don't need a million YouTube comments talking about how unattractive I am or whatever. Yeah. Which well, if I've already gotten one. I was going to yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, out they out said, how many? Was it, it Jared? You it, saw the probably. Bitch. I, well, she's not in that. Okay. It was something <laughs> like, I think it was just like, maybe it was on an FPIA video. I don't remember what it was, but it was somebody just said something like, you're not as attractive as you think you are. <laughs> just like there's nothing in there had anything to do with me being Wait, attractive. You do have a joke, don't you? Where yeah, but like, it wasn't even, a, a, that wasn't something where, you know what? Actually, I don't even think it was on YouTube. It might've been like on my food blog. Ugh. Good riddance, <laughs> but, but it was something like that. <laughs> you're where just talking just like, about like a pork her. chop or something like yeah. that. You're, like, you're not that pretty. Or maybe I don't. I don't remember what context it was, but it was something where it, it was apropos of nothing, yeah. and the person was just like, "You're not as hot as you think you are," or something. And I was Whoa. just like, "Well, no one brought that up but you, so you're obviously thinking Can about you my looks." Like it's it, well. Like, hold on. How how pretty do you think you are? I feel like we oh, it depends on you know the day and like what I wear or whatever, like the lighting for sure. I mean, on a good day, <laughs> on a really good day, I think I could hit like an eight and a half on nice. a really good day. But eight. I think I walk around at like a five and a half no, a lot. No. Oh, oh no, at H E B, you should see me covered in juice land goop and just juice land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, okay, sorry, sorry. Whatever. Yeah, I think I have a. Uh, I think I think everybody has like a three point range though. Yeah, no, Don't everyone, no one does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a solid uh I'm a solid 7 if I'm if I'm dressing like someone else and you can't see my face. Yeah. Then I'm fucking great. <laughs> like if I have a trash bag over my entire body. Like a hot trash bag. Yeah. Like, and the good- like the proportions seem right. You know, yeah. But, and, like I'm, and, I'm, and I'm holding several hundred dollar bills in yes. my fist. I walk through That's HGB. Key. That's what I do HGB. As I put a trash bag on, I have several hundred dollar bills <laughs> and I walk around and, and people are like, oh, that's probably cool. But you know, going back, but I don't think what you just said uh, earlier, I, th- I feel like that's most comics that I, I meet. I was actually yeah. surprised because I thought when I started doing this, I would, anytime I talked to people, uh, half the time it would be like, oh, we want to be famous oh. or I want to be the next uh, Chris Amy Rock Schumer or whatever. Or and I've heard almost nobody say that. I think in a weird huh. way, academics was way more pie in the sky. Like mm-hmm. talk, everybody thought they were going to be the next like uh, fucking Ken Burns or Slavoj oh, okay. or something Ugh, like that. Ken Burns, whereas or whomever I was just trying to you know okay. some some. What's your person problem with that, Ken yeah. Burns? It's boring documentaries. <laughs> Other people make much better documentaries. I don't get it. Okay, well, let's. Well, Ken Burns, that, am I alone in this? We're calling yeah. you out too. <laughs> you mother, okay, Bill Maher and Ken Burns, you're fucking. Done. Yeah. We're taking over. I bet they're together right now. Oh, you probably <laughs> listen, listen, jerking off. You fucking love it. Oh you God. love getting talked shit about. You know what? That's Ken my Burton. new career goal. Is if Bill Maher jerks off to anything that I do. <laughs> yeah. That guy's a pervert. Everybody he would jerk off to someone yeah. you do. <laughs> I would. I, if people talked about me on podcasts, you get to the and like like not for him. Too many people probably do it. But if you like, you were just listening to a random podcast and someone was talking about you. 
Wouldn't how, you how, kind of masturbate How to much do they need to talk about you? Because I heard your name come up on Pat's not, podcast. Not in a local <laughs> Austin. Just, I'm talking Chris, about across the country. It was, oh, okay, it was Chris. Wait, where did Chris, that happen? No, it was just a, uh, Chris Cubis mentioned that you were on a show. He was done. Oh, yeah. So technically oh. it got mentioned. But. Okay, for a second yeah. I was like, when did we? oh man, I do drink a lot. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's like she won't fuck me just because she's gay. What is this? <laughs> that this, is a that popular. Austin elitist shit. That's the name of Pat's podcast. Yes. She won't fuck me because she's gay. I'm starting a podcast called Why Won't She Fuck Me? And it's me interviewing women who won't fuck me. Oh my God. I'm so glad that I am gay so that I don't have to reject people on a more personal level. Men, oh, men yeah. specifically. Men, because yeah, but women, uh, it's, you know. No, that's my, what I'm, sa- I'm saying. It's harder Although, to reject. I do. You know what I get a lot? Because now everybody's all threesomes, open relationship, polyamory. People are always just like, I mean, because, you know, you and Katie are probably in an open relationship, so we'll keep flirting. And I'm like, I'll let you buy me a drink before I dispel this notion. But, like a dude or a lady? Oh, mostly women. Oh, okay. Mostly women, yeah. It's just like a common thought that they just, people just assume you're in an open relationship now. And I'm like, oh, weird, which is great because it lets me still like kind of flirt with people and get them to buy me drinks before I'm like, oh, we're not. But, that's, <laughs> Do you but think, I like the sexual. I am like, thirsty. Yeah, you know? for sure. Do I you, enjoy the tension and the interest level. I hate the tension. Well, it's when you're just receiving it and you have no like. Uh, what's the you know what I mean? You have no, oh, yeah. you don't give a shit about wow. it, but you're just kind of like no enjoying. Ego invested in the outcome. Yeah, you're just enjoying it, and like you know. I don't think not? I've ever been on that end of it. Oh yeah, you should try being a woman. You should try. <laughs> no, I, I, we're we're gay, gay. You totally do. That would happen. Okay, a lot. I will say we'll go back to these questions in a minute, but yeah. I will say that every day of my life, I wish I was gay yeah. because I. I get hit on by dudes and it doesn't happen a lot you get laid a lot yeah I do I get hit on by I would get hit on by by gay men way more than women yeah because you're like a a polar bear is that what we would I don't know what I am I'm I'm like I'm like a a, I don't know where the polar bear came in he's not not like a bear bear he's not that's what I'm saying it's confusing polar bears are huge no, but he's not like hairy enough. They're to be hairy a, too. A bear. I'm saying, uh, well, chest. I know, but I mean, they're like white. Got a hairy know? dick. Just very a white. Dick. Most bears are white. I'm just thinking of a cute, like, picturesque little polar no, bear. No, I see, but you're, what I'm saying is you just, that's not a thing. You're just, like, No, yes, I'm trying it. to decide like what it. kind of bear. I don't know what, that's what I'm saying. Is be, I've, I've had conversations with, with multiple gay men about yeah. what my classification what would it be. Because it doesn't, it's, it's not. Koala. Well, no, it's not, not a bear. Koala. I get it. But. Marsupials. Conversion I know, I'm saying evolution. not a bear, but like... Here's a, a, no, but oh, the, fuck that. If you're a koala bear, you're a goddamn bear. I'm so sick <laughs> it, is, of it is a cuter phrase. <laughs> yeah. Fucking make up your goddamn mind, you fucking piece of shit. I'm so sick of Marsupials. They're indecisive. I know. As, as That's why think. we need to get rid of them. I'm not opposed. We need to kick all the marsupials out of this goddamn country and tell them you can't come back until you make up your mind. And they're going to be like, well, I don't really have free will, so it's confusing. My point is that <laughs> I have been hit on by gay men way more than women ever mm-hmm. in my life. And like it's a weird, like, it's an interesting thing. I, I worked at when I worked at a, a restaurant, uh, Maggiano's Little Italy here in town. There was a, a bunch of uh, gay men. And by the way, give me a round of applause for the, the gay men <laughs> in this you. town. I don't killing like, it. I don't yeah, you guys are killing many it. of them. Um, I don't either. But uh, what <laughs> happened is um, there was a bunch of gay dudes who worked there, and they would always like grab my butt and like give me like these weird light, yeah. behind hugs like I never really cared to be honest right. with you because I know they're not gonna like you just you just didn't care or any you felt okay any I'm putting this human, out safe any human touch is welcome <laughs> any dude I know can touch my butt whenever they want I don't care yeah fuck I don't fuck yeah, 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 what about cares? women yeah. 
No, stay away from and, me. And, and, and there is a lot of line. there are a lot of gay guys that do that to straight men, and I they do it because the, they I think know there's a power thing to it. It's yeah, like they know. I'm now I'm making him uncomfortable. And also, if you say anything, they can be like, "Well, fucking, why are you being so?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> and it happened to me all the time, and I, I never. It honestly doesn't. Bother, I don't give a shit. Who cares? Yeah. Fucking yeah, yeah. who cares? I know yeah. you're gonna do anything. So like, you're an adult. So yeah, I'm, I'm an adult. Much. Touch yeah. my butt, you fucking gay guy. <laughs> I almost said a different word, and we would have gotten in huge trouble. But anyway, so fucking, we can edit this too. If you just want to, we can tell you that we're gonna edit it. So fucking, uh, I remember I told somebody I was like, oh yeah, I used to work at this restaurant. Like this guy, like I used to, I recognize, I could recognize multiple men by their touch, and that's it. Mm-hmm. It was Frank. I knew because he'd go like Frank would put would would, would like touch me in a certain way, then this guy would touch me in a certain way. It was a whole fucking weird thing. Yeah, and I never really cared. This and, is really beautiful. I think in an odd way. Yeah, <laughs> I never didn't think about it at the time, but yeah. And so I just remember telling a lady that story. I was like, yeah, like I always I knew it was Frank. Purely based on his touch, I would touch, like, rub my shoulders, and she was like, "Well, did that ever make you more like uh, empathetic towards what what women go through on a day to day basis?" And I was like, "Well, no, I absolutely not." I was like, "I thought it was hilarious," <laughs> and then I was like, "Man, that's like the ultimate." white privilege <laughs> that yeah. sexual harassment is like a wacky bit <laughs> yeah it's different if you could take them I guess I don't know that's uh, it depends like because sometimes men could that, touch you and it doesn't matter and other times they're doing but, it in a way that is very very like oh yeah yeah no, I know what propi- you mean. like, yeah. Yeah. like this uh, if a man puts his hand on the small of my back oh I just well, well that's just, inappropriate no and that's that. known as but a weird strangers have move. done that to me yeah oh. big guys are doing that to assert dominance like How do we stop not this, this guy uh, did that to mace. me at one of those hands up don't shoot protests a few years ago Ugh. in Boston it was like an old these older businessmen were there and they were just like these you know white in suits you know looking on at all the youngsters and black people and everything and 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 they youngsters and black yeah you know and they, <laughs> so I was just like what are these guys doing there I mean they look like Republicans and you know what and like all Gross. you know these the stereotype of whatever yeah. and so I just sidled up to them and tried to kind of be like so what do you guys think of this like just trying to keep my politics neutral but unfortunately I look like a lesbian and so I'm sure they did not trust me. But anyway, like his way of ending the conversation was just to put his hand on the small of my back and be like, mm, good day, day there, late little lady That's or weird, something. Yeah. I was just like, oh, don't you touch me. I really, w- like to this day, I wish I had said something. Is that an older guy thing? Yeah, yeah. Partly it's like, yeah, guys who are 50 plus feel very weird. licensed to yeah, touch, yeah, yeah. touch yeah, women. Yeah, it's weird. That's, yeah, it's a whole thing. And then Donald Trump did it to Hillary Clinton at the end of that one debate. Yeah. Very upsetting. What? Yeah, at the end of one of the debates, he like you know you know there was this whole thing about Who's how they weren't Hillary shaking. Clinton. Yeah, well, hopefully <laughs> this will be the last. I'll time tell you what, that she's, we she's not the president. That's her. Yeah, let me she's, tell you. I don't she's a San one. Antonio comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this person. <laughs> oh, hopefully one day. But yeah, he just ended it by putting his hand on the small of her back and kind of like doing that little. Oh, yeah, oh, that, that was weird. So, was I didn't so even weird. know that happened. Ugh, well, it's because it you know wrangles me. But anyway, back to my questions. Oh yeah, we you didn't. So so in terms of like making a career, do you have any kind of vision of like what like you know are you are you touring around? Are you having some kind of TV show? Having I don't know whatever all that kind of stuff. Um, I'd I'd like to do those things. It's I mean, we- in your fantasy. Yeah. Well, it's weird because I've I just like a couple months ago. I just remember talking. I like looked up. There's there, there's a comic who has who mentioned like, man, I'm like two seconds away from just buying an RV, and that's what I'm gonna do. Just travel around and blah blah blah. blah. And I was like, it's fucking dumb. And then like <laughs> I thought about it, and I was like, that's fucking great. Yeah. So like the idea, like you can. 
you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. Like, like the, th- the thing that I'm realizing in the past couple of years is that no, no one in the entertainment industry is going to come to you and like, if some guy in entertainment industry just came to me randomly and was like, hey, I want you to do this thing. I'd be like, this is clearly a scam. Mm-hmm. Who the hell are you? Yeah. Like, if you don't have a thing already, no one's going to come. So the thing I'm realizing now is you got to make your own stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's how anyone does anything. And the inverse of that that's good is that nobody can fire you from comedy. No one can. It just It's just an attrition thing. You yeah. just keep trying until yeah. finally yeah. somebody recognizes what you're doing. So my, my thing that I've been trying to, to work on for, for a while is, is just writing stuff and, and, and getting... There, there's a... I, 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 I have a bunch of stuff in the works that I can't, I don't want to get into, not for legal reasons. I just, if it doesn't mm-hmm. happen, I'm like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so there's a bunch of stuff that I'm working on as far as that goes. So really just, just doing uh, your own thing is, is, is what you have to do. So to answer your question, yeah, like touring would be awesome. A TV show would be awesome. Like, yeah, who wouldn't, who would turn those things down? But the, the thing you got to realize about like touring is that like, it's, it's tough to make money doing yeah. that. You have to like, you can, um, but you have to have something. Yeah, you like, gotta sell a lot of merch and your album. You gotta like, sell merch now, and you, you also, I feel like, I know enough people now doing comedy, not in every single city, but I know enough people who have been to all those major yeah. cities that if I really wanted to, I could be like, hey man, yeah. could you put in a good word? And they'd be like, oh yeah, of course. And they, they would do it for me. I, yeah. I, I know they would. So at some, at some point, it, basically once one of the things that I'm trying to work on that has any semblance of um, success to it. Yeah. I'll fucking try to tour on that. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the, the so it, it really, yeah, I'd, I'd like to do that and I, I will eventually. It's just mm-hmm. not a, a thing that I'm doing at this exact second. You have to have, it's weird. You have to, it sounds odd, but you have to be able to afford to do it. Oh yeah. No, I know. To I, just take time off work for like yeah, yeah. two mm-hmm. months. And then also like it, it sucks. Like traveling sucks. Mm-hmm. I really want to, I'd love to do it, but like tr- the actual traveling is, is awful. So yeah. you, you have to be able to afford to, to put yourself through it. Yeah. Is so if you, uh, do you think that you might ever leave Austin, uh, or do you think you'll stay based out of here? Or? Um, you, I, I, I think it's, it's, I, it's different for every person, but for, for me, I, I've always thought it's sort of unwise to just like leave with nothing Yeah. where it's like, if you have something, if someone's like, Oh, come to New York or come to Los Angeles to like, we're right on this thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's my base. Then I can do stand up. Because dude, the thing about it is that if you think about it, okay, there are so many people I know who are really funny and they're kind of like the gatekeepers of, of their scene. And then they go to like LA or New York and you see them on Facebook being like, I'd love to do your show. How about book me on your show? And you're, yeah. and you're just like, Oh shit. And like, and like, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's not to say like, Oh, you suck for doing that. It's what you have to do. Yeah. But, you know, it's like once you do comedy long enough in Austin, at least, like, you know, if you want, you can do stand up every night you want. Yeah. You can do all the good shows. If you just message somebody, hey, I'm trying to, this is the day. It's like, hey, I have to work on this long set. Can I, do you care if I jump on your show? And they're like, yeah, sure. So like, like you can do all the stuff you want to do here. You're not yeah. going to make a ton of money off yeah. of it. At the same time, I've, I've paid my rent four times this year doing comedy. So you can do it a little bit yeah. on a certain level. Right. And it depends upon a wide variety of stuff. But like, I no, I, first of all, I don't think I'm good enough to, to go to leave, uh, for a multitude of reasons, but, but, but it's like, um, but you, if you had started in one of those places, you'd still be a comic, right? I mean, you still, like, I would you know what I mean? hate 
to start in Los Angeles State. All, all I know about comedy in LA, first of all, yeah, it, I've heard worse things there. Yeah. And also, like a ton of LA comms who come here are fucking terrible. They're yeah. they're, they're the worst comms that we're seeing. Like I, I, they fucking suck. The but comics from but every have, city. But they're all like super b- b- weirdly professional. I, th- I found that really weird. I've met like four or five New York and LA. LA. Well, I haven't seen this much with New York, but definitely with LA, where More they all LA, have yeah. like they're not good on stage, but they have like cards. And they, oh, they dress yeah, the really list. well. Yeah, it's super weird. Like, what on earth? Yeah, 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 it's this weird. It's it's a weird thing, and it's like. Uh, I think comics in Austin sell them uh, sell themselves short yeah. a lot, where, where they're like, "Well, I, uh, I mean, who am I? I'm right. just whatever." And then <laughs> that's you see, the fake it till you make it part that's worth doing is having a little bit of course, of, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. You have some conf. Yeah, as what was it? As Troy McClure said, "Have some confidence, stupid." <laughs> the Simpsons, Troy oh, McClure, yeah. cartoon, Phil Hartman. It's yeah. a cartoon from the nineties. Yeah. But whatever so happened, it, wasn't allowed to watch. I, I, who knows? <laughs> who fucking knows? But uh, it's it's weird. So it's like there's so many people you meet, and it's like. There's, I was, was saying on the podcast I did with Cubist recently where it's like uh, it's like you, you, you meet somebody and they're like you've seen this person on this show and you're like oh cool this person's probably funny mm-hmm. and they go on stage and you're like well, who the fuck is this guy just some <laughs> dude and then you hear him talk and you're like yeah you're not awful but you're not that yeah. great so it's like it's a weird thing I find the people who, who move there will get a good credit and then you're like but the, but they're no, not just they don't overrated. put in the work and they fucking suck yeah, yeah. a lot good. of New York and LA comedians when I see them here or around whatever there's this you, you're always like oh cool let's see and then it's so often you're like well you had TV credits and magazines cool that you've written for yeah, yeah. and everything and it's like meh but yeah. the reverse is probably true too, right? Like where it's a well, not necessarily reverse, but there's a bunch of there's no law if you're a New York comic or an LA comic to come here and be like, I'm a New York comic. But they could be like the worst yeah. comic in that city or whatever. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the thing. That's we never know what kind of refuse is deciding to come to Austin to you know. There obviously there's really good comics that have come here from those places. Yeah. I've seen them. But yeah, of course. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to put out there all New York and LA comics are awful. Obviously, well, not, the New York but, comics are better than the LA comics. They are. I mean that's the reputation think, yeah. for sure. It's are you can go up yeah, more in New York. Everybody, every New York comic I've talked to yeah. in the lot, like that's come down, I've got to pick their brain. And not in compared comparison to LA, but they're like, yeah, you can go up every night and you go up a lot. Yeah, well, LA is more spread. It's, it's just, more spread. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's bigger. Well, I don't know if it's bigger, but you know what I mean. Like, but it's like it's it's odd. It's it's it's, it's a. It's a weird thing where like you'll just be like, oh shit, but you suck. So <laughs> what, what is this? Yeah, and it's odd. Yeah. And it's like you go out there. Like I, I've done. Uh, shows in in LA. What well, did a show in LA? And I watched some shows. Uh, I, was, I was there to visit my brother, and I was like, "Well, fuck it, I'll, I'll tell some jokes while I'm out here." And like, whatever. And it's like you'll see some of the shows, and they're fine. Yeah, they're not bad. They're not better than you know Punch. They're not yeah. better than Shirt. They're not better than like the shows we have here. Yeah, yeah. it's just a proximity to the business Industry, or whatever. Yeah. No, totally. All right. So, what is? I hope you don't mind me asking, but I thought we would ask. What's the most you've ever been paid for a show? <laughs> um, the most I ever got paid to do a show. Well, it depends. Are you talking about like a week engagement? Or are you talking about a one nighter? You pick. I, or okay, both. so I did the the Comedy Central roast battle show here in Austin in June, mm-hmm. and what that was is so there's a the, the roast battle show mm-hmm. in Los Angeles where it's it's two comics doing insults about each other, blah blah, blah. and for whatever reason that really took off, and there's a there's a bunch of shows. In America, mm-hmm. they've always had insult shows. The show I do, Spike Club, John Rabin did that show 10 years ago. Yeah. And they didn't rip them off, obviously, because it's just like, you know, it's yeah. a fucking insult show. Like, but yeah. for some, whatever reason, uh, because in LA, it's 
become this big thing. And so Jeff Ross got involved and it, it turned into and that's his career in a lot of ways. Is, like, yeah. Is, really is roasting. Him, yeah. 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 And he's fucking great at it. Yeah, he's really yeah. good at it. And so they did a, a thing where at, at Montreal Comedy Festival, they did the um, Roast Battle Live thing. A bunch of like bigger comics went against each other. Some guys you, you knew, some guys you didn't. But the judge is really famous, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But so they did this thing where they went to a couple cities and filmed kind of some smaller roast battle shows at different places. Then, we did, we, then they did it at Cap and they had me do it against Martin Urbano and what happened was that's the most I've ever been paid to do comedy because mm-hmm. it's a union mm-hmm. not a union it's a network thing mm-hmm. yeah they have to pay you a certain amount yeah even the minuscule amount they gotta pay it to you even if it's just uh, like I mean we wrote me and Martin wrote our jokes together because we were yeah. like we wanted to get on TV to do it and we we ultimately got cut out of the show mm-hmm. we weren't actually on we were on it was weird because we are on the website and on their Snapchat but we weren't on the actual show which is yeah. fine yeah. Uh, but we still got paid to do it and they, they paid us the minimum they had to pay us was $1,100 mm-hmm. so that, that's what it was <laughs> Cool. Isn't that crazy? Like an awesome. Fucking crazy. <laughs> Isn't that fucking insane? For writing. Cool. Joe, for doing what you would want to do anyway. The best anyway. part was we told four jokes. <laughs> Me and Martin wrote the jokes together. Yeah. So Martin wrote one of the jokes I used. I wrote three fucking jokes. Awesome. <laughs> that's fucking great. Yeah. That's like 400 bucks a joke. Isn't that fucking crazy? I'm not getting that kind of money out of my jokes right now. Not I'm not yet. getting $400. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That that was a, a rare thing. So that that's the most I've ever been paid uh, to do comedy. I mean, of course, they took taxes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it only ended up being like $900, but you know. Oh, it's fucking peanuts. Yes, yeah, it's peanuts. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, what's interesting, like the business side of comedy, no one ever, ever, everyone always gets weird about money. No one ever mm-hmm. wants to talk about it. But yeah, that, that, that that's the most I make. Uh, then beyond that, the most I've made is, is like like featuring a cap. You get five hundred bucks a week to do it. So it's like a for the f- for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday for six shows. Yeah, six shows. Cool. Yeah, it's tight. If you can do it, it's the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Featuring is the easiest fucking thing in comedy. Yeah. It's the easiest fucking thing because if you're a headliner, there's pressure because people yeah. show up to see you, and you have to do forty five to an hour, and yeah. you're getting paid a lot of money. Right. Yeah. And you have to do like you're getting paid you know fifteen hundred bucks a week or whatever, and you have to like do a bunch of promotion, and if people don't show up, you're like, oh my god. If you're a feature, no one's there to show see up. you. Then you just, do your act, and if no one shows up, it's not your fault. You're just, yeah. just the fuckhead who teaches defensive driving. On Saturday. <laughs> they don't fucking care about you. <laughs> so like you do that, and then. Um, and it's easy because the, the hosting is the hardest thing to do yeah. because you have to, there's a crowd and no one said any jokes yet. They're only on their first beer. Yeah. And you're like, uh, hey, I'm some idiot. Right. How are you? What's way, up? Is that usually how it works that you have to MC first and then you get the uh, feature or do they just yeah, usually. pick it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah usually. Okay. Well, they have to know you first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Well, it's, it's weird. Like hosting is is it's hard. It's very, very hard. And then featuring is so much easier because yeah. they're already warmed up. They're yeah. used to the idea of it. They're not yeah. just like, what is this? And then you, cause people see stand up on TV versus stand up live is very different. Mm-hmm. So you will see stand up on TV and think it's what's going to be live. And it just isn't. So at first they're just like, oh, I don't know about this. And then after the end of their set, they're like, Oh, okay, this is okay. And then the feature goes up. Yeah. You do 25, 30 and then you're like fucking, then you just, Go home. <laughs> and I feel like hosting is definitely a talent that some people don't work on. It's just, and maybe some people's act doesn't lend itself more towards that. Yeah. There's so many but, shitty hosts in this town. There's yeah. so, it's so like, it's an underdeveloped thing. There's so many people who just shouldn't be hosting shows. They're bad at it. Yeah. They're fucking bad at it. And it's like, 
It's weird. It's it's an interesting thing. Well, that's another thing I was thinking about when I was driving over here because I wasn't sure if you were going to ask me questions or I was going to talk. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I was thinking about what the different things to discuss are, and I feel like there's this thing that that people do when they they start doing comedy. They do comedy for like two months and they just start their own show. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a new thing. That's what I did. Did you really? Yeah. Well, the reason I did it was more contextual. It was because I started with two comics that were getting with Eric uh, Nimmer and Austin Smart, and they were both getting all of this attention immediately. Well, they didn't. Most people that liked them kind of didn't even hadn't even seen them on stage. Just oh, okay. instantly, like, they're fun people. Yeah, they're fun people. Or in in certain a lot of it's also some oh, yeah, yeah, I sure. mean, both of them would tell you there's a lot of like white liberals that like yeah. especially for Austin were like, you're a trans person, I want to like you. Yeah. Oh, okay. She she talks about it on a stage now. But it was oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. But the point is, is that I was like, okay, you no, get none of that as a lesbian. Because it's yeah. But it, <laughs> but it's like one of those things where it's like if you don't it feels like early on it's like if I don't find some way to get exposure, like nobody's ever gonna See me, and I. Especially. I noticed you. Can we just thank you? That's thank really you. sweet. But you don't. You don't know that. And that's the thing. At every, what's so fascinating about, and I think at some level, why we're doing this podcast is at every level, the next part of it is kind of beyond the veil. Like they, yeah. you know, you don't have a sense about like, am I even doing this right? Right. I feel like I'm stumbling around in the dark, completely yeah. blind all the time. But anyway, I feel make, like that all the time. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm still go. I'm moving forward in life. Well, I think. Is. But well, that's know. well, that's the thing is that like if you just like. My my point about that is that you you see people start shows and they'll they'll just book like their friends who also aren't getting booked or anything <laughs> yeah and it does a disservice for multiple reasons first of all people are going to see that and they're going to be like oh this is what local comedy yeah. is yeah. yes that I was, know that don't. was Lashonda's point and she was like ultimately people are going to associate this shitty show that you're doing awesome with comedy. this scene in general and it's yeah. like for people like that have put in a lot of work and tried to build it up it, it's got to feel kind of shitty to yeah. see it yeah. done badly so yeah. when it's done well then cool like awesome like, I'm, yeah. like if someone's really new and they start a show and it's amazing I'm not going to be like what, what <laughs> who the hell are you yeah, fuck yeah. that who cares <laughs> but it's like people do that and they, they book their friends who don't get booked and they book themselves which obviously they're hosting and it's awful and it's shit and it's like you shouldn't be doing that and i think there's there's way too much of that and this okay here's the thing about a lot of comedy in town there's there's a lot of people who are super funny but there's a lot of people who just aren't and they mm-hmm. get booked on things because yeah. they're i'm not you said earlier because someone was like in reference to them they're oh they're smart and they're and they're friendly or whatever yeah i'm not talking about them i'm talking yeah. about like there's people uh who okay there's an interesting thing to say you see somebody on stage. There's people that I think fucking suck, but like whatever. Like I'm not yeah. gonna yell at them. Who cares? What, yeah. what, what does that do? They're not hurting anybody or whatever. No, yeah, no. who cares? But you'll see them and you're and I'll watch somebody and I'll be like, man, you suck. You're really bad at this. <laughs> and then you'll see the people in the back. There's certain people that they're that are trying to impress them or friend with them, just laughing yeah. and laughing and laughing and nothing funny is being said. Right. Yeah. And you're the only one laughing. And it's I'm right. um, yeah, what you do to me, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You motherfucker. We don't I'm talking you, about me right we now. We don't want you to feel bad. That's no, no, no. So yeah, and it's like, yeah, you don't want people to feel bad, but you're, you're doing someone a disservice if, if, if they're just if they're just saying shit that fucking sucks and people are <laughs> and they're being encouraged for it. Sometimes I get high though, and then like shit's really funny to me. And and then like the next time I see the person's jokes I'm like mm-hmm, this is less funny I'm not saying don't if you think it's less fucking right. love it, no, give yeah. shit. I'm an easy laugh I laugh yeah. at a lot of stuff so it's like I'm not saying like it's all fake or whatever but like there's there's a there, there's a lot of people who coast on, on things yeah which is totally. so lame well, I feel bad for those people because ultimately I don't I hate that well, here's, well, here's why I feel bad learn. no that, well, that's why I feel bad, feel bad. If, if they're getting attention and they're getting shows and they're getting laughs 
but not for good reasons. I feel like they're being incentivized to do bad shit and it's going to have consequences later on. They're either going to have to get funny or they won't be able to do it anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, it, you, you, and then when they put on something that matters at cap yeah. or like at the valve or something and they just eat a dick and you're yeah. just like, Oh man. Yeah. yeah. So you suck. Yeah. That Brittle. person's just going to be like, yeah, this person's off. I don't want them on the show anymore. The problem is that th- there's, 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 there's too much positivity in this scene. Well, it's, there's too much, man. I'm dead serious. <laughs> no, I there's believe you. And it's, uh, you know, that's actually been a pretty consistent through line with the people. We've only, you're the fourth person on the show. Okay. Everybody has said a similar thing. There's sentiment. too much because it, it, what happens is you, you, okay, clearly if, if, if someone is, is your friend and they're, they, they're doing something, you want to support them, you want to help them out, you want to do this or that. But at some, at some, there's just too there's too many beautiful snowflakes hmm. running around, <laughs> and you see it. You see people on Facebook being like, oh, "We are so lucky to have this person. Yeah. This person is so great. This person is this." And you're like, "I've known that person for years. They suck." Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, if I'm being honest, I'm not. I'm not thinking of anyone in particular right now. This yeah. is a general a lot thing. Of yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people that this could fit. But in all honesty, I'm not thinking of anyone in particular at this point. But you, you see this thing where it's like. They build up this person, so when they bomb, they're just like, "Well, that audience sucked, or they right. didn't get me." And it's like, "No, you you don't know how to write a joke." Right. Yeah, yeah. You ever yeah. listen? There's a fucking. I was listening to Rodney Dangerfield on the way over here. It's laughing my ass off. Yeah, because he writes jokes. Right. Every one. You of see them people just talk, and they just talk, and you go, "What's what's funny about right. this?" Where did you think people were gonna laugh? Yeah. We all do it. Like I'm yeah, not. Yeah. I'm not saying that. Like I'm so above that, but like no. I, I'd like to think if I'm doing a show that. That matters. matters I'm right. gonna do jokes Yeah you so can dig around At an open mic Or at a show that's You know that I don't really show, feel like You should dig around At open mics either But Well I mean, not dig around I don't mean dig around I mean that you can riff And see yeah, if it yeah. goes anywhere And work stuff out And yeah. things yeah, like yeah. that Sure yeah. That's, that's a different thing Yeah, yeah. Alright So there's too much positivity And so what happens is These people get You should I don't know You should be confident in comedy For like three years You know what I mean You just shouldn't be Because like It's, it's really hard to do it's it's pro- it's one of the hardest things you can do, and it's yeah. like and it's like you shouldn't go like you should be doing comedy for a year and been like I got this. You should always just be like oh fuck. Yeah. Well, then, and this then, is I was every gonna... single fucking time I ever do a show where it's like more than a five minute set. I'm always like this is where people find out I'm a fucking fraud. I always <laughs> think that. I, it's always. There. Just, I just yeah. did, I just featured a cap again, and in my head I was like this is when they're gonna be like we can't ever have this guy back here ever again. I all I always think that. Well, right? but. To that point, the people that you're talking about, like, even if they have, like, it feels like your friends could never really save you. Because even if you have these moments where their friends are clapping or on Facebook they get back, aren't they just, at the end of the day, going out in front of audiences way too much to not, to, like, barely laughs just and, like, barely anything? It's, yeah, well, I'm, no. gonna, I'm gonna be able to keep... You know, yeah, it's, it's weird. I, I know, I don't understand. It's, it's interesting to me that so many people don't quit. Yeah. yeah. You know the problem is the problem is that you always hear this thing from from comics that are really good, and there was like you hear interviews and they go, "Oh man, my first five years, mm-hmm. I just all I did was yeah. bomb, yeah. all I did was bomb," and I don't know, maybe they did, but they probably didn't. No, like, they probably they didn't bomb the way these people are and not, bombing. Not only that, they bombed, but uh, they probably bombed maybe ten percent of the time. But they that's the shit that they, they remember. And, and also, your standards by, uh, for bombing keep getting higher. Yeah. So what now yeah, feels like a bomb to you at five years? Absolutely. Would have felt like it's a the Kruger Dunning effect where people right. they're like, oh, I, I, they see themselves as much less competent when they go on stage. Yeah. They did better than ninety percent of right. people that would that would have done it, but they're looking at all like the flaws and stuff like that. In the meantime. 
time you have people who go up and almost never get any laughs at all. Except no, for maybe their friend who's laughing politely yeah. in the or back. Here's the craziest thing for me is that if you have a, like, 10 people in the room and you tell a joke and it doesn't go out, well, one person in that room statistically is going to laugh because that's how they deal with nervousness. Yeah. Because that's how they deal with awkwardness. And if you, you can focus on that and I be like, oh, I got a laugh. Yeah. Hey, look at that. It's interesting, like... Uh, there's there's a couple jokes that I, I that I, I've learned to not. It's weird. I ran an open mic for almost two years. I kicked my coffee, and it was like you. I would just see people do the exact same set, mm. never change a word. Yeah, always bomb. And I was like, how do you not? How do you think this is going to change? Right. Like, it's a weird thing. It's, and there's what a, ha- a kickbutt's going on right now, and it's happening. What you're describing is happening literally as we speak. I think it's <laughs> oh, like, yeah, it's actually, in yeah. ten minutes or something. Yeah, it right, actually yeah, is. Yeah, right. yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, like, I'm, and you know, it's cool to bomb or lope my. Who gives a fuck? Whatever. But like, it's like it's just odd. Like you, yeah, you're I never. I guess but, they but, think they're getting chopped. Well, no, but by that's, doing the same. Absolutely, no. it feels good to bomb at an open mic at some level. If you tried a new thing and it didn't work, but you you've learned something, or you hey, I fucking wrote something, but it didn't yeah. work. It must be weird to go and do the same thing you've been doing at the same you've been bombing with for two years yeah. and yeah yeah the thing that, that and I think the reason that might happen is that like that's it's happened to me where like I'll have a new joke and I'm like I like this joke I think this is good and yeah. then I'll I do it and it fucking murders my god this is my and new the thing time. yeah and it never yeah. works <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Yeah. after that it never works and then you always and in my head I'm like how could this possibly be like that's what's so funny yeah. about comedy like, and yeah. then I think what happens it, it it just so happens it was a cosmic coincidence right. that the, the the right amount of people were all there at the same time to laugh at that in unison and you're like Oh great, but then like those people aren't going to be at every show. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, so I think you I think you say it, it in a less self conscious way yeah. sometimes the first time, and you're you're able to be more natural, and it just kind of sounds like it's coming off your chest, and so people are like, you know, it's that improv thing where people can tell that you're riffing, you're just spitballing, then they're more into it. If it sounds rehearsed at all, that second time when your your phrase all of a sudden sounds stilted a little bit or whatever, yeah. then people will kind of clam up and aren't laughing, and then you lose confidence, and you like you know you have to like really keep changing it or working on it really hard in order to get to the point where you're comfortable with it again to get that that magic from the first and, time. And to me that also is not great material if it really requires Yeah, or it needs heavy editing kind of, or whatever. Yeah. Also, I I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, yeah. Not, I just want everyone to, to know <laughs> that every I should have probably said this at the beginning of the Usually podcast. People do. <laughs> is yeah. everything I've said, every declarative statement I've made is just yeah. my opinion. Well, that's, oh, that's why great, this right? podcast yeah. is called Leading the Blind. It implies blind leading the blind. We yeah. no one knows what we're doing. Again, I came up from my bar job. I fucking <laughs> if I, this this fucking woman that I used to work with, Gabby. She uh, one time I remember fucking Gabby. Yeah, Gabby's troubled. But I remember like three years ago, I, I, was, she was, I don't work with her anymore. But uh, three years ago, I was uh, I was I was cleaning the bar at night. And I was like mopping the floors, and she came in. She had a drink with her boyfriend, and she was like, "Oh, that's that's my friend Patrick. He makes his living doing comedy." Mm. I was like, "Gabby, I'm literally, literally mopping <laughs> floors right now. Yeah. I don't, if I made a living doing comedy." I wouldn't fucking know you, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Be getting blown and doing coke. I mean, you could you could come if you want. Like, I'm not. Gonna, right. Yeah. 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 You can hang right. out. Right. Yeah. Disaster. Right. What a world. All right. Let me move on to another question. Can I, can I ask one? Fine. Because no, I got it. I wanted to ask about because you mentioned uh, your process, and yeah. I'm curious. Uh, I mean, do you have advice for younger comics or newer comics in terms of like how to get good at? writing jokes, uh, getting good at, like, 
What do you see that you wish more people at open mics were doing now in terms of getting better? Right, writing jokes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that, I, the two biggest things are writing jokes and taking chances. And mm-hmm. people take chances all the time, and like that's admirable. But yeah. like, I don't know. It's it's, it's like I, I would I think take that, a chance with a joke. With a joke. Well, there's <laughs> yeah. a, there's a weird. I'm not saying I'm the best at joke structure, but like there's there's a structure to writing, and you kind of have to. It's not master it be familiar with it also like watch more comedy that isn't your friends yeah mm. once you fucking like it's so odd it's it's like you can i think I, I think honestly a lot of people don't just don't realize this you can go to cap and watch the shows yeah for free yeah you can just go there as long as it's not sold out you go there to the front you go i'm a comedian can i watch the show they say yeah they give you a ticket you show it to the door guy john and you say i'm gonna sit in the back you sit in the back you just fucking watch just like watch these guys are they, they might not be your cup of tea but they're making their living right. on comedy that had, something has to be said for that so and but also like like watching stuff on 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 the internet and netflix and all this stuff the other day i was talking to somebody and i was i mentioned uh like dave Chappelle has this special called uh, killing them softly it's like my favorite comedy special it's ever it's one of the best hours it's amazing of comedy and ever. I, I mentioned something like oh you know that line blah 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 and she was like well, i've never seen that before it's like how have you never seen Maybe that before yeah, yeah yeah like yeah. you have to you don't just watch your friends. Don't just, we're yeah. all, am, like, all, the thing about that people don't get is that we're all on the fucking same level. We really are. Like, you, you can, you can, there, there's like, f- mate, there's fucking, what, four people in this town that make a living off of comedy or mostly do comedy. And it's like, it's because they're on TV or they do voiceover or they do this or that. Like, we're all on the same fucking level. Like, mm-hmm. you and me and you, we're all on the same goddamn level. You know what I mean? I might have done that, that show or I might have, featured or been on that show that maybe you haven't been on yet but we all have day jobs we still go to our fucking jobs in the morning so like it doesn't it's like we're we're all essentially amateurs we're all open mic comics so like when when, when people have have this they put someone on a pedestal or this Mm. or that or they think like they get they get bitter or upset about why they haven't gotten anything I've just been doing it longer it's just what you were saying like like, at the beginning we're like like, oh yeah that's fucked up that I'm more ahead of you it's just because I've been doing it two years longer (laughs) than you that's it Right. There's nothing to do. I'm not better than you. But I'm not some, funnier than you. It's but, just. But there is an insight. I mean, you're funnier there. than Jared. But I'm, I'm hey, definitely. Look, I'm definitely funnier than Jared. The point is that well, everybody in this fucking room <laughs> knew that we didn't have to talk about it. Like, yeah. The point <laughs> is that it's it's just you, you just don't quit and then you just keep doing it and you just yeah. keep yeah. hurling just not yourself. Quitting. Jared and I have talked about that a yeah. lot. Like, yeah. I mean, if you don't quit, I mean, eventually you'll be. I don't know about ten thousand hours, but you'll be a master at this. If you just, especially in Austin, where we have an enormous amount of stage time and quality stage time, if you keep doing There's it so much yeah. so much and if you take risks and write jokes and keep doing it for years and years you'll find opportunities i think all, the, all those things i think are necessary conditions but that you know you were talking about like why don't people develop i think part of it is that that insight that you mentioned this idea you have to actually watch people and kind of mm-hmm. learn the mechanics of this i think there's a lot of people that heard that ten thousand hours thing and they're going to open mics and they're going up they're they're putting the work in but that's kind of all they're doing they're just showing yeah, up, yeah. doing right. sets, and they're not really, like you said, I, I, that's one thing I've been trying to do more, is because it's hard to go make the decision, like, I'm not going to go to a mic tonight. I'm going to go know. watch I was meaning uh, to ask you if show. you wanted to start going to cab with me. But well, well, it is, well it, it is a thing, because, like, honestly, like, I've been sitting around, I've been like, oh, man, that guy's in town, I should see him. I'm like, well, you know, I kind of want to work on this thing. And I end up working on, like, there's so many times <laughs> I go to a mic, and, like, I'll 
also a, a, another thing is that you got to keep going to mics. You got to keep. Yes. It's not like okay, LA and New York. Eventually, you stop going to mics because there's there there's there's more of a stigma to it, and also it's like you're just you're not going to learn anything. Like you're yeah. just not. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a weird thing. But here you can still do that, and I feel like yeah. people people get there's a lot of people who are very comfortable and they, they don't work on anything new and they don't go to mics and they're just like they wonder why they don't get booked on things anymore. Well, because fucking no one sees. No one sees there's you, so yeah. many times, man, where like I like I, I book a couple shows and there's so many times where like I'll be figuring out like well, who should I have on the show? And I'm like, oh, this guy has been showing up. He's been fucking killing it. I should have that guy. It's not because like they're, I don't know. It's just, you got to keep going out there. It's the point. But my, yeah. my point is that there's so many times I go to mics and like, I'll just say something and like, I don't realize it's funny or just something off the cuff happens and I'll be like, oh fuck, I should just keep doing it. So then I'll drive home and be like, man, if I didn't go to that yeah. mic, I wouldn't have that new thing. So I get why, oh shit, yeah. well why should I go watch that guy when I yeah. can work my own thing? But like, you gotta make time for both. You gotta make time it. for both. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I was also thinking about taking a day off to write mm. uh, because I go up every night and I was like, w- so that Monday, let's just say, yeah. would it be better if I was like not if I just dedicated yeah. the time to sitting? Yeah, down, I think if it writing, requires yeah. a night off, it may be. But the, yeah, you definitely I, need because I write time. a lot, but I write in these like twenty minute intervals between yada yada or here mm. and here or like I yeah. I write some of my best stuff or feel but after a show. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's also there's also someone to be. Well, it's like it's weird. A lot of times you'll see someone do their first special and they're like so funny and like everything after that is just okay. Yeah. It's because that first special they're also living a life. They were going to work. Yeah. They were doing this and that. And now like all they do is comedy and like well what what are you gonna write about? Plus that's like the first ten years of their comedy in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right. Before filled into one year. You have to live a life. Like I think everyone I think it's important every once in a while just be like you know what man I'm not gonna do any comedy I'm gonna go do watch this band I wanna watch or just go ahead and get something nice to eat or fucking watch even watch a movie or just man fucking one goddamn time on a goddamn Tuesday like like three fucking years ago I just didn't want to go out I was like you know what man I'm not gonna do any mics I'm not gonna do anything I stay at home I got real high I ordered sandwiches I beat off and I just didn't leave my room and I was like this is the best night of my life I just watched Netflix it's like why is anyone unhappy this is great (laughs) so like you gotta do that every once in a while the difference is you chose to do that whereas a lot of people feel relegated oh that's true yeah yeah. that's a good point but the point is yeah it's actually a very good point yeah but the the thing is is that you have to if if you're like upset about something just take a night off and don't beat yourself up oh shit oh I didn't do I feel so guilty I didn't I didn't shut the fuck up fuck you why don't you sit at home? Why don't you watch TV? <laughs> you ever watch? You ever see The Wire? Watch that. It's you second season. You guys, I've never seen. Yeah, I've, no, no spoilers. I've never seen it. Oh. I heard it was great. No, I heard it was really good. I've never seen it. But like, you gotta, you know, you do have to live a life. Yeah, this is where I people agree. get their. You get some your material from. It's from your life. Most, I mean, not everyone, but that's what I do. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So, best slash most useful uh, comedy festival you've ever been to. Comedy festivals are, are shit. They're okay. awful and don't ever apply to them, and they're bad. I've seen I've seen you it's saying stupid, that, it's dude. It's, it's like feeling. it's it's like I mean, well, there was one you mentioned that you said recently. I, there was particularly yeah. Tough. Well, it's it's basically like okay, here's the deal. If you're asked to do a comedy festival, you should do it. Why Especially do like it? okay, so the, like the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Done it twice. It's fucking great. It's, yeah. But also, part of the reason why it's so great is that it's in the town I yeah. live in. Yeah. Like, so I can, once it's done, I can just go home and go to my bed. And, you know, there, there's there's comedy festivals you have to pay money for. Mm. And then you have to, 
and it's 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 a crock of fucking horseshit. And if anyone ever asks you to pay money, can you imagine if okay, you got to pay money to do a festival? Okay, you submit thirty bucks, twenty five for the early bird fee. Right. Oh my god, <laughs> only twenty five dollars to come to your stupid town and tell my shitty jokes to a bunch of fuckheads. Great. So Which you could probably arrange to do without doing the yeah, festival. Right. That's, that's a, a good point. thing. So you can so you give twenty five bucks. Here's here's my money. Okay, and then they go. A month later, they go, oh, sorry, you didn't get in. Also, we're keeping your money. Yeah, yeah that's the I'll, fucked up part I will of fight someone. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like it's like this thing where, like, what if you went to a restaurant? Hey, can I have some fries? Here's four bucks. You can yeah. apply we're out, for fries. We're out of fries. Yeah. Well, can I have the money back? No. Yeah. Well, wh- wh- why do you keep in the money? Well, you know, someone had to go look to see if there were fries. And <laughs> right. There weren't fries, so now, sorry. It's like, well, fuck the you. Real, the real answer is because we can. Because what the fuck we're are you going to do? We're going to use that money to pay ourselves and to throw the festival that other people get and to there, go beyond. And there are festivals that are free to apply to. Like, like there's uh, the ones in Houston are free. To, like, the, the Come yeah. and Take yeah. It Festival and the whatever festival. Yeah, I'm going to apply to that. Yeah. Well, I don't think you have to pay to apply to that. I know. Yeah, and exactly. And Houston's free. just not that far. Ways. And I think that, and then they pay you to do I it. I want to see my parents every now and then anyway. Yeah. So, like, whatever. If it's in your state, whatever. But even then, even that, you have to take a weekend off from work. Yeah. Travel there, find a place to stay, pay for food. Yeah. All, and if you stay at someone's face, uh, house, maybe give them some money for letting them stay at your house, buy them groceries, whatever. So, it, it's, you lose enough money doing comedy staying in town. Yeah. With yeah. gas money and, and buying beers and all this shit. And it, the idea, idea of paying of the only the, the, I did it to do uh, the, the Hell Yes Fest in New Orleans mm-hmm. and I did uh, the Crom Festival uh, I paid the Hell Yes Fest folks I heard it was it was a great festival then I went out and did it it was fine yeah. it wasn't yeah. bad and it's not you were almost treating that like a vacation I've been to New Orleans outside of the festival though and I enjoyed myself better than I mean I, certain parts of the Hell well, Yes Festival are really fun but it was it was more interesting to meet all the New Orleans people yeah. and, and do all those shows instead of it being like weird I'm meeting people sort of from around the country that I'm not going to remember I was I was glad I did it but at the end of the, at the when I was done I was like okay that was just a thing I yeah. did that was cool but like and, 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 and it's like with the Crown Festival I, I my sister lived there yeah. so like I wanted I stay with her and, and hung out with her family and all that stuff and it's all fine like it but you could just fucking go right. to these cities. Totally. If you've been doing so, comedy in town for more than two years, you've probably met enough people that you could be like, hey, put in a good word for me. Yeah. yeah. All the good shows because you're an out-of-town comic. So point being is you just don't feel like if you don't do festivals, you're really missing out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and again, it's like, if and you know what, dude? Look, I these festivals mostly are excuses to get together and party yeah. and yeah. fuck and do all these things. And I like doing comedy. I don't like talking to people. You hate partying and fucking. You won't I do will it. Not do it. Just try to get them to do it. Try to if you bring a rail. If you I listen fucking, here, Bill Maher. I Bill Maher. You try to fuck. Pat I Dean. dare you to have a stripper show up with coke on her fucking boobs. I won't do it. <laughs> but the point is that it's like yeah, you can. It's like yeah, it's like a party and it's this and that. But that that's not what I like. I like doing comedy. I like telling jokes. And it's cool to meet other comics. But at the same time, if you if you don't fucking if you apply to a festival and you're not a known person, right. they're not going to put you on any they good shows. Care. They're going to put yeah. you on a show with like a bunch of people. Again, I, I've never done a bad <laughs> festival show, yeah. but I've done a lot of shows at festivals where I'm like, 
I could have just stayed in Austin yeah, and done a, the same quality and thing. And the irony is people are trying to get on festivals so they can have credits. And they, you're, what you're suggesting is if they don't have fucking credits, they, they're not really going to have I mean, have it's a, a credit, but unless fucking, it's a really so. renowned one, yeah. no one gives a shit what, whatever yeah, festival yeah. you're saying. There's like two of them. That's why I kind of think Let's like, just start well, make, I'm just going to make them up now because nobody's checking. Oh, you, shitty could, ones. you could make up anything you yeah. want to. For sure, for sure. Men in comedy festival. And again, like the ones that you're, the one that you're invited, like you're you're invited to do moon tower. You're invited to do just for last. You're invited yeah. to do these things. And yeah. it's like, that's good. But like, if you got to, the fact that you have to pay yeah. to do it, mm-hmm. it's the biggest sucker move. And don't ever fucking kind of do it. And yeah. you know what? I don't know, man. Maybe some people have, have had different experiences. They've gone, they've met people, they've made connections. I know white cotton can do that. He can go to places and make connections with people, but he, he's a personal person. Yeah. He fucking do I don't fucking do that. Yeah. I tell jokes and then I drink 12 beers and go home and, and, and try not to blow my brains out. That's what I fucking do. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, I, I'm not a person where I can just go up to someone I don't know. Oh, you're a comic? So am I. Let's bond over this. No, you don't want to talk to me. Why would you want to talk to me? <laughs> We've been asking ourselves that <laughs> since you got here. What? Do no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Holy all right. shit. So good. Good. Festivals. All right. Um, Festivals, no except good. Moon Tower, except Moontower, book for, me again. Except for the ones that, yeah, ask you to do it. Uh, so well, you kind of were saying your next steps that you're working on are secret and proprietary right now. But secret there, steps. Secret steps. Um, but are there any next steps or things in the horizon or things, things that you would like to do or achieve? Uh, I'd like to do more writing uh, and more sketches and, and video stuff. Cool. You can do stand-up. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. Like, and right. it's tight. Yeah. Anyone can. But like, I just feel like with, like, with the amount of... And I'm guilty of this too. I'm trying not to be, but like where technology is these days, you can film whatever you want. You can make whatever. You can do stuff on such a small and, budget. And actually, I was, I've been on that note. There's a there's this weird partisanship in comedy about like I'm this, so I don't do that. There's a lot of shit talking against people in improv and sketch, and I, and like I love the romanticism of being stand up. I never don't want to be a stand up, but I was thinking like I really don't have a good excuse to not try some of that stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There, be, there are people who I've talked to who have been doing comedy less than I have, like, have, and I've only been doing it for like a year and a half, who have like, well, I would never do that. It's like, why? You have oh, no really? need well, to weird. limit yourself. And that's what it is. But they yeah, can yeah. focus on, you know, in, in early yeah. on, like, it, you know, it was very freeing when I started doing stand-up to, because I was always someone who had like a million projects I was always yeah. working on. Idiotic, ridiculous, stupid projects. But finally it was like, I'm. this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm focused on. Yeah. And I like kind of let most everything else drop away. And so now, like, yeah, there's more freedom because I'm not stressed all the time about what I'm going to say. So, you know, on stage. So now, it's like yeah I totally want to do other projects want to make a podcast and want to yeah the, the videos that people are doing in this town seems like it's, all kinds of fun projects and, listen, and I think it's a I think part of it might be rebelling against like you know Mitch Hedberg has a joke where he talked about like if you're a comic people are always asking you to do something else oh yeah, yeah so yeah. in some sense maybe the idea is like that people are tired like comics got tired of that and it's like I just want to mm-hmm. do fucking comedy mm-hmm. I don't want to be an actor but yeah. now I think it's also it's like the pendulum has swung the other way where it's like we feel like we're not even allowed to do it or it's a different kind of thing. Like I, there's a lot of shit talk against improv, and I'm not a big fan of it or anything like that. But like, you know, yeah. I just don't. Why not try it? Why not try writing sketches and yeah, stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. You know. Cool. All right. And any, any plan? Well, <laughs> I'm point. trying to look at it. So, you're right. You're we're right. at 121. No, you're um, right. You're right. Trying to keep it moving, but it sounds yeah. so dismissive. Great. Anyway, yeah. so anyway <laughs> moving on from Jared. Check that um, fucking block. Okay. Any <laughs> plans to record an album? Not anytime soon. 
And do you have an idea of like, um, like you don't want to because you don't think that you're ready to make a really good one? No, yeah, you have to, especially your first album, that's got to be like years in the making. You got to be like, you have to have a, like an incredible, imagine like charging money for 45 yeah. minutes of comedy. Yeah. Like, not like, okay, I never feel bad if I do a show and I'm doing like, a, a guest set or even just like a, a like a, a 10 minute even like a 15 minute set and it doesn't go super great it's like yeah. well you know what that was 15 minutes or that was eight minutes or that was this yeah whatever if you're doing like 45 minutes you have to that has to stack up against everything yeah you know what i mean so like and that's got, always going to be your first album like you that's can't, always you can't get that back and after that's done you can't do that material anymore yeah. Yeah. So you have to for that. not yeah. only have I have to not only have a for a great really hour that you can edit yeah. into forty five minutes or so. You have to have that. Then you have to have a little. You have to have new stuff on something top of to that. start doing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like so you have to have a bunch of stuff, and um, I'm just I'm just not that. Level. I mean, so few of us are. So some some of us are, but some of us aren't. And so you you have to have that. And then, uh, I don't know, it, it just seems presumptuous. Yeah, there's a lot of albums, especially just because they're on Spotify now that people put out that I'm like, what? Why Who would you told do this yeah. person? And now, and it's, it's weird because I, I know that those people have had better shows telling the same jokes. I know that they've had better shows and gotten better laughs. And yet, this was their album that they were recording. And I was like, did you not get to be like, oh, you know what? That didn't go great. Can we not? Yeah. Like, did, what, uh, did someone, or were you just like, good enough? I want an album yeah, so it's badly. Also, it's also a little expensive. Yeah. Because yeah. you, yeah. you have to, record I would I, if I was recording an album I would record it several times even yeah. in several different places maybe yeah like you'd have to have a good thing what I what I would love to do is, is get to I've always had this idea maybe people have done this I, I truly don't know is is, is is to record an album yeah that's cool but the interesting I would want to do interesting stuff with that like record like a video of just like the month leading up to it going to all the mics yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And I, I think I think I think documentary kind of stuff is just more interesting yeah yeah. Plus, oh, with oh. with albums and stuff, it's like um, I don't know. I, th- I think I'm more of a I'm more of a live performer than a sit down and listen to these jokes kind of yeah perform to comic. So it's like it's like if you went to see it live, you're like, oh, that's fucking like like I I've I've had people before. Like, I remember this one time this lady in Houston when I was done. I, I did a set there and fucking murdered. And afterwards, she she was this lady was just like, man, I don't remember a single thing. Like, I don't remember you <laughs> saying a joke, but it was really funny. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think sometimes I do that. Sometimes I'll just do a set where it's like, yeah, I'll tell some jokes, but also let's just fucking fuck around. This and is that's, yeah. all, that's also kind of the experience of comedy. I saw Ari. I, re- yeah. I had a fucking awesome time. I don't remember a lot of what he's talking about, but even, I mean, he's, I just think that's sort of like that. Like part of being in the moment there is really enjoying it. You're going to a next thing. You don't really mean to retain it or anything. Like and when anyway. it's recorded, it's not as good. So it's yeah. like, it's, it's, it's on, honestly, I, I would have to have a better act to, to record now. Yeah. I'm more, I'm much more of a, if I, I'm, I'm confident that I could go up in any city and tell jokes and do well. Yeah. yeah. But like for it's like recording and selling it. No, right. fuck that man. I mean that, that, that's years and that's like, like three years from here. Yeah. My opinion. Cool. That's cool. That's cool. It's interesting to think of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we really, yeah. Oh, this is perfect. It's going to be an hour and a half. I was wanting to keep this podcast down to an hour, but I was enjoying the conversation a lot. I talk a lot. (laughs) Just for, just for Pat Dean, we're going to do an hour and a half, but no one else. Apologize. Um, So the last question that we always ask is a favorite joke you've ever written. You know, it's interesting because 
my favorite jokes that I have are, jo- <laughs> are jokes that work like a third of the yeah. time. Yeah. And like normally if that happens, if I have a joke and I'm like, like a lot of times if I have like a weekend at cap or, or the velvet or whatever, but on the weekend, I'm like, I've pared it down a lot. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'll just be like, Oh, well this joke is like, okay here. Or it doesn't really work in this large of a room as opposed to like an intimate room. Uh, so there's like, if a joke works a third of the time, I just don't do it. Yeah. But there's like one or two that really only work a little bit, but yeah. I, I just like them and mm-hmm. I just still do them. Um, I think probably the one that I like the best right now, uh, is a, well, I don't know. All time favorite. Well, cause there's one that I'm working on currently that I'm still trying to figure out and like it kind of works and I don't, I don't know if it even makes sense. Tell us. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> just about the fact that George Harrison had his wife stolen from him by Eric Clapton. That's like a real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's just so funny to me. It's like, he's in the, like you could mm-hmm. be, it just showed the joke is that it just shows that life isn't easy for yeah. anybody. You could be in the Beatles. Some guy's still going to fuck your wife. Yeah. And it's like, what chance do I have? Like yeah. I, I got nothing. Like, I got nothing. That <laughs> Eric Clapton is definitely going to fuck your he's wife. He's going to fuck yeah. the shit on my he wife. Just, and I couldn't be mad as Eric Clapton. <laughs> but if I was like George Harrison, I'd be so pissed up. So that's, it's, it's just kind of like a, like a five minute chunk. Just kind of exploring that. And like that, I'm still working on it, so it's like. By the way, I just love the idea that that's why you, you, that's the nature of your intimacy problems. Like later on, is like you can't marry her because <laughs> Eric Clapton's gonna come fuck you. I can't do it. Eric Clapton made you fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and then I think the one that I, I like a lot that doesn't really work that often is that um, I say that I drink a lot at this club wherever I'm at. I drink a lot here so much to name a shot after me. A Pat Dean shot, which you all know is a cup of soup left out in the rain. <laughs> and like, that's, yeah, I, I think really it's like funny, that. but like it, a lot of times it just does. When it works, it fucking murders. <laughs> but like when it doesn't, I'm just like, oh no, oh, shouldn't I have did. done that. Like it's weird. Yeah. I can usually tell what it's going to though, which is which weird. Is it sounds good. But that's yeah. one of, I yeah. feel like I've, I feel like I've seen one of the times that it didn't work, but I'm in the back just crying every time I yeah. hear that. Yeah. That, I mean, like, com- why? Yeah. Comics. I've had, a lot I've, had, of yeah. I've had jokes where it's, the somebody will be like, "That's my favorite joke you do," and it doesn't. It works a third of the time. Just yeah. Funny. yeah. Well, that, that happens a lot. Where someone will, someone will go like, "Man, I I used to do this joke and it never worked." Like, "What's the joke?" And they tell it to me, and I'm like, "Well, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work." Yeah. And it's just we we think on a different. I don't want to say level, but like 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 we're smarter. We we just think on a on a different wavelength. wavelength. Yeah. So it's well, like, I think sometimes people though like like especially the ones that do well and then they stop doing well. Sometimes you, people are changing the inflection slightly in on one word know. and they get into this habit and they don't know and no one ever tells them. Some people also don't they don't know what makes them funny. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. A lot there's, of people don't know lo- what makes things funny. There's a lot of people. Uh, I'll tell you off my who, who I'm thinking of, but there's there's a lot of people who just don't. <laughs> They just don't know why they're funny. They just haven't figured it out. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's hard to do. Comedy's hard. I don't even like it. <laughs> I, feel like that, I feel like that's a perfect place to end. <laughs> comedy's hard. I don't even comedy's like it. hard. I don't even like it with Pat Dean. Good Lord. Uh, so that was our interview with Pat Dean. Uh, and to see his comedy, uh, you can go to his website. It's... Uh, Pat, no, deanmanp.tumblr.com. That's correct. And I mean, I think you can see his comedy there. It's a Tumblr. So I, but I, there's it. a link it's, to videos. You but can they, watch videos, yeah. They, but yeah, Tumblr. but they may be. That's where I watch porn. Knowing Pat, they could be like, uh, this video is no longer available and he hasn't bothered updating it. But a, it I only associate 
Tumblr with pornography right now, so I hope it's just Pat. It's mostly big black dicks. It's just Pat fucking some big black dicks with his little white dick. He's like fucking. Yeah, you know most most straight men I prefer to think of as the bottom Mm -hmm. in those things, but it kind of bothers me to think about Pat Dean getting fucked in the ass now that we. You know that's just your bad attitude. I think. No, it's no, it's just. I don't know. It's upsetting. You should get to have. I want him to be the top. Is what I'm saying. Oh, that's that. You want those things for him. Yeah, sweetie. No, I want him anyway. So uh, you can also go to uh, his 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 Twitter. Is is at Pat Dean. At Pat Dean. He killed two men. I must have. Because there are a lot of Pat Deans in the world. And then if you want to follow me and Jared, I am on uh, Twitter at Poop Rape, and uh, Jared is (laughs) Uh, just my name at Jared McCorkle. And that's J-E-R-E-D-M-C-C-O-R-K-L-E. Oh, I guess I should... P-O-O-P-R-A-P-E. And, yeah, they, uh, they got that. Okay. And it's uh, there's arielnorman.com. And is there... There's not a... Jared I don't have a website. I'm working on it. It's been built by Egyptian slaves, as we So speak, that's so. one piece of advice that Jared has already taken from, from this podcast. Get a uh, website, He's going to get a website. I think so. That's actually uh, a question that we should ask... Uh, another comedian because I do have this question about whether or not it's douchey to have it too early Um, but I find that as 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 a host of a show it can be nice to google someone and then you find their website and it's easy to have like their credits be right there that's a good but one time when I was like a just having that as a resource for other people yeah you know don't say anything douchey on there I guess but then one time when I was on acid Katie uh, my fiance uh, saw my website and I guess she'd never really looked at it before and there were parts of it that seemed kind of like kind of lame to her and then I, felt, <laughs> I felt like I hope no one has seen this well I mean she's on acid you know no I was on acid I mean oh oh and so everything was crystal clear to me how much of an asshole I was that's all but I'm sure your website will be great anyway thanks guys <laughs> talk to you next week national